Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. And I'm Erin Klein. And I'm Ansel Birch, your host in post. And it's time to party. We are not doctors and we don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Hello, Ben. Hello, Erin. How are you doing this fine morning, afternoon? I don't know. Time means nothing. (laughs) Time means nothing. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Ben, what movie are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about Beyond the Time Barrier. 1960. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's just so... Oh, man. There's so many words. (laughs) That can be used for this movie. And I don't know how many of these words are good words. Hilarious way to describe a movie. There are just so many words that could be used. It's not like you're reviewing a play that was put on by the Queen where you're like, I can't say anything bad, so I'm just going to use lots of superfluous language. (laughs) There are so many words that could be used to describe beyond the time barrier. Because I don't want to prematurely trash this movie before our <laughs> listeners get to episode two, right? So, <laughs> oh, but, such a, I, yes, I, hilarious. <laughs> I approve of this wording. <laughs> uh, I am wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, listeners, if you've never heard of Beyond the Time you Barrier, not then alone. You're just like me. Yeah, I was right there with you. Um, Here, let's do- here's the synopsis from IMDb. Okay. Uh, In 1960, a military test pilot is caught in a time warp that propels him to the year 2024, where he finds a plague has sterilized the world's population. Yeah. Except for one hot girl. Except for one hot (laughs) death lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, let's... Let's do some behind the scenes on why we chose this movie. So, yes. (laughs) Because none of us had ever heard of this movie before. Like, I sat down to watch it, basically. Uh, Okay. So, originally, this was going to be an episode where we reviewed the apparently terrible, I've never seen it, Doctor Who movie from 1996. And Doctor Who is so bad, apparently, that it is impossible to find. It is very difficult to find a way to watch it. It's, like, not easy to rent you basically have to have already owned it in order to watch it so because the only way that we could find it that we knew for sure that we could all watch it was on youtube and you had to adjust the playback speed and we all decided as a group that that is too high of a barrier for entry for people to be able to watch along it because we wanted this we obviously want this to be accessible so that people can smoke and drink along and then obviously be prepared for the episode two and then I mean, episode three, you can drop in for whatever. But also, it makes more sense if you've seen the movie about why we picked what we did. So that's why we're not doing Doctor Who. We're very interested in the idea of Doctor Who and the time travel mechanism, obviously. But because we're only doing movies in season one, we just couldn't find a way to fit it in. So that's why we wound up with me scrolling through Prime going, what can we watch? (laughs) And we selected another movie that was, we decided didn't work because it's already been done by Mystery Science Theater. And we didn't want to like, that's a whole other episode about their cultural impact inside of that kind of stuff. And so me literally scrolling randomly went that one (laughs) and found Beyond the Time Barrier. So that is how we're watching this. It's available to watch on Prime. It's very easy. It was free on there. So this is a very accessible movie. And 
if you have for some reason already seen it, congratulations. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I'm very impressed that you have seen this movie because I had literally never even heard of it. And so this is how we arrived at this movie that this Cold War era time travel movie. I am particularly excited for this set of episodes purely because you didn't like it. And Aaron did. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. I'm, oh. I feel like these are going to be really interesting because we have very different views about this movie, I think. So I'm really interested to hear why you didn't like it. Sure. <laughs> Tune in for episode two. Oh, man, we're just really pumping up for these upcoming episodes. I'm so it's excited. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> this is an exciting month, everybody. We're, <laughs> we are in for a surprise and a treat for all. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's gonna be it's it's a bonkers month, kids. Yes. <laughs> that is the fucking truth. Scroll Buckle through up. Amazon Prime, so, queue it up now. Right? Everybody yes. put on your flight suits, get into your jetpack harnesses. <laughs> every, it's time to strap in. We're ready to take off for the my I promised at the beginning of this podcast I wouldn't make puns, and here I am making fucking flight plan puns. Yes. <laughs> because it's beyond the time barrier. This movie has broken me. <laughs> Uh, all right, drinking and smoking game. Ben, hit me with your first rule. Okay, first rule: take a drink every time we get a close-up of Major Allison's weird face. <laughs> he makes a lot of weird faces in this movie, and they always close up on it. And I'm like, I don't need to see his weird face anymore. Robert Clark makes the weirdest fucking oh, faces. Man. He was acting so hard. We're gonna get into Robert Clark in episode three, so that's. Oh man. I would have made a lot of weird faces too. I'm just gonna put that up. Oh, that's a really good one. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good. And one. I mean, you're you'll just be consistently drinking towards the end of the movie because like he has a weird face. Oh not because of him. Yeah, but. I thought you were implying like Robert Clark just has like a weird face <laughs> and every time we saw it that we should be taking <laughs> a drink, but I understand now. You're saying every time he makes a weird face as an actionable thing, yes. as like a verb. Exactly. He faces. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, he's a handsome dude, I guess, but he makes weird faces. That's, that's a really good one. I like that one a lot. All right, my <laughs> first one, take a hit every time you see a jet on a runway. It happens a shitload at the beginning of the, the whole opening credit sequence, which is like old school Hollywood, so all of the credits yep. are at the beginning, is just like shot after shot of jets on a runway. <laughs> and honestly, you know what's get funny? high as hell before you watch this movie. <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to bring back uh, Wheels on the Ground. Uh, I thought about it and I was like, oh, I, I don't know. That's a that's such a Terminator specific one. I didn't want to bring it back and be like, oh, I'm just recycling my drinking, my smoking game rules. So <laughs> very specifically, jets on a runway. <laughs> yes. Also, I don't even okay. think there are other wheels on the ground in this movie. No, but there's just a whole lot in the beginning. There's a lot going it's on. Just... Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so after the first rule, uh, I realized that this was a very short movie. 75 minutes. <laughs> yes. That's how long the movie is. It's ridiculously short. So I had to f kick it in gear when I had to think about these drinking rules. So this one is kind of a bland rule, but it happens a lot. So uh, at least you'll get drunk while watching this ridiculous <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> Is this more of a sipping rule? Uh, no, I think you could full on drink because it's kind of spread out enough, but um, it happens a lot. Uh, so drink every time someone uses a rank, like Captain, Major, that's Colonel, Chief. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like yeah. beginning and end, there's a lot of that too. <laughs> it bookends oh, yeah. like with the Jets. 
that's a good one. A lot of my rules have to do with feelings, so you as the audience member <laughs> get to decide when these are happening. Take a hit every time the graphics in this movie make you laugh out loud. Oh my god. There are a lot. There's there, a bunch. There's a lot. <laughs> Whole lot. Uh, I don't think you can that, do that one and the jet. I think you had to pick one. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the User, same periods. Users say, well, jets, jets on a runway are one thing because there's that whole sequence at the very beginning during the credits and then there's the graphic of the jet going through the time barrier which is i i legit <laughs> just started laughing i was so delighted by it like that was my first cue for this movie where i was like i'm gonna make the decision that i'm gonna enjoy this movie because this is so silly and it's making me like absolutely feel delighted in how silly it is like i think that was a huge part of why i liked this movie is because i was just like i'm ready to embrace the camp i'm ready to embrace how dumb this movie is <laughs> i think that's a huge part of why i enjoyed it so yeah every time you laugh out loud uh. because of the dumb graphics take a hit <laughs> that actually ties into my last rule because like since the movie was so short there wasn't a whole lot of things that happened a whole lot so my last rule was drink every time there's a triangle wipe that's good yeah that was one of the things the production crew like decided from the beginning they wanted that to be the motif of the movie was the triangles yes so it happens a lot <laughs> but the the triangle wipes every time they happened i was that was definitely a laugh out loud moment for me because i'm just like are you serious another triangle wipe <laughs> mm -hmm. i made a bunch of notes about the fancy triangle wipes <laughs> Ooh, here we go i bet that was really time consuming too oh yeah, yeah. the time it's like in the first four five and six of the star wars movies where there are all those like slide transitions it's like a, a motif within right. lucas's directing because at the time they felt it was really uh impressive visual cinema because people weren't used to that kind of thing and mm -hmm. that's what the triangles in this make me think of is that like mm -hmm. i agree they make me laugh out loud because they happen so often but like as an audience who's never seen something like that i bet that it was thrilling every time it happened even though it happens a shitload right. in this movie <laughs> that's true at the time it could have been a uh a an advancement in cinema you know I, i'm taking for granted that that's real corny now and is available as a template on mm -hmm. on editing software so yeah i'm sure at the time <laughs> they were like what the hell someone with an exacto knife had to make that that's happen. true yeah exactly like 1960 it's a much like this is a this is a B movie for sure. This is a low budget, like studio lot movie. It's not actually a studio lot. We'll talk about that later. But like, this is a, this is a low budget movie. And for the amount of money they spent on this movie, I feel like they did a really good job with that kind of stuff. Sure. It makes it feel like they put more time and effort into it than they probably actually did. Yeah, definitely more time and effort into the filming than into the writing. Uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is for certain, one hundred percent. Okay, I have a, a bunch of feelings lists, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fly okay. through these rules. Share your feelings, okay. Aaron. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Take a hit every time there is a dramatic change in the music. It happens a lot. <laughs> it happens a fucking so much. Lot. It's I loved it. I was like, this score is ridiculous. It's one of those things too that like it feels very silly and campy, but I also understand that for 1960, like the score is like exciting and is very like, ooh, we as the audience are like being given this information. Ooh, fancy fancy. Like that's what the the like big swells in music always made me think of. So there's that one. <laughs> Related. <laughs> Take a drink every time there's an abrupt fight, which also happens several <laughs> times in this several movie. Several times. There's a lot. 
There's a lot of really good, surprisingly good fight choreography in this, which we'll get into in episode two. At least I will, because I really enjoyed that. But they, it just out of nowhere, like they're like when they come to the room and Allison's like, "I'm not gonna go with you," and they're like, and just like punch each other in the face a bunch. Like it just happens out of nowhere for what feels like no reason, and yet somehow still feels appropriate. Once once you get to the end, and you're like, "Wow, that okay, yeah, that's just." There's just a lot of fighting going on. <laughs> it started to feel more natural for me. So take a drink every time that happens. <laughs> this is my favorite rule. Take a drink every time you think, man, she's walking really awkwardly in those shoes. <laughs> every single time we saw tr- Trini, Tyranny, I don't even remember her, the, the only fertile person in this world. Mm-hmm. Every time we saw her, she was just walking so fucking weird so weird it was like they put her in shoes that were like just a little bit too small for her that's what it felt like she was like i'm trying to walk and i don't want my feet to fall out of these shoes either just a little too big or a little too small because she's like taking these very little like percussive steps it's so strange and it clicks because the floor is hard so you get to like hear the cadence of how fucking weird she's walking so take a drink every time you think that take a drink every time you want to yell at allison she cannot hear you. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. So much. It's, she she cannot hear you and she cannot answer you. Anytime you want to yell that at the television screen, you should take a drink because you deserve oh, it. <laughs> man. Yes. There is like I understand. She can read your mind. Like that's the whole deal. But she can't answer you. You can't read her mind. It's like he doesn't understand that. Yeah, I'm gonna get uh, into it in the next episode. But one of my one of the notes I wrote down is Allison is an idiot. Yes, like, Allison's such an idiot. Why do they trust him to fly planes? Because he can do like a task, and it's fly a plane. He can't like think critically about the situation that he's in. He can't play it cool. Nope. He's not a spy. None of that. <laughs> He's just a person who's like, <laughs> I put on my jumpsuit, I sit in my pilot's seat, I take off from the run. And like, I say that very flippantly. I understand test pilots are people who like risk their lives sure. every day to fly this, these very dangerous aircraft. But also like, I wouldn't take a test pilot and be like, hey, can you art design this movie? Like, the, it's not like a cross-functional, <laughs> like you're really good at this thing. <laughs> I feel like there is a conversation to be had about the trope of the himbo uh uh fighter pilot oh my god himbo fighter pilot first i mean i didn't particularly find allison to be like really good looking and but at the time for the 60s himbo for sure Mm -hmm. this is a man who like he's like i'm a fancy scientist and you're like you sure are buddy and then the second you want to talk to him about like hey what's going on geopolitically he's like i don't know i just like to fly my plane and look real cute and like that (laughs) is i feel like that's allison (laughs) he's like what do you mean there was a plague what do you mean i've got to marry this this lady like he's it's just one after the other where you're like sir <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> i don't care what what she year said. is it then <laughs> what what year is it like, for you it's you. this time but for me <laughs> <laughs> you see here it's 1960 no it's not they've told you eight times it's not time is subjective <laughs> i say um uh, Oh, okay. I have two okay. more. Related to the walking one, take a hit every time the walking scene is, for some reason, really strangely long. Ugh. Also happens a bunch of times. A bunch of times. There's a lot of walking in this. And, like, yeah. not walking and talking. It's not Sorkin style. It's just walking. Just walking. There's <laughs> just a, just a lot of walking going. This is a 75-minute 
movie. And there are, I would say, solid five minutes of walking. Like, there's a lot of walking in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens a lot. Okay, my final one. Take a drink or hit your choice, viewer's choice. Every time someone says the word scheme, also starts to happen just a shitload after Allison meets up with the other trapped pilots. They say scheme, I want to say like 30 <laughs> times. So if you want to get really blasted, then, you know, mm. hang on to this one and keep this one in your pocket for later. Mm. So those are all of my drinking and smoking rules. Yeah. As you can see, I was delighted and was like, I'm having feelings. Let's write some rules. <laughs> I would like to submit Yay! A, a drinking rule. Okay. For every time when they cut to a different shot and it doesn't match the shot right before it. Just take a drink every time that happens. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Again, we'll get into this in episode three, but there was a lot of complicated stuff that went on with like the lab work and how it was like the film was put together. And that's why. Okay. And so we'll, we'll get into that. You're, Stay you're in for something, kids. Oh my God, for real. Stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about like, why doesn't this culture have sign language? Who the fuck knows? Right. <laughs> All right, Ben, before, <laughs> before you collapse in grief about how much you hated this it's movie. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, tune in for the next episode where we will be really going oh, in yeah. on it. Like, we already started. We're, we've started. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah. You can we'll watch see it. You next it's week. a treat. Yeah. You can find us on the internet. <laughs> me on Instagram at NYDEarngency. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BSilverio20. I'm at Indecisionist on Twitter and the Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longit of Marlon the Shakes for our amazing music. You can also interact with us using the hashtag time to party. That's time. The number two party. Yeah. And until next time, kids, as usual, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Yeah. You know, in space or whatever. Air <laughs> 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 guitar. Pilot air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later. You just have to hold it higher to get it above the Right. It's, I'm in my space suit. <laughs> <laughs>